Hi, and welcome to The Booby Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls to sign up to get access to all of our bonus content, including our Booby Serials, which we are in season two of Bridgerton yes. currently. Um, but yeah, but this week on the regular podcast, we are covering The Gray Man. Ooh, and I've titled this one, I think you probably know why, Captain Barbie. Oh, yeah. Because I had to mash yeah. up my two guys in their other roles. <laughs> well, it's so funny that you say that because I saw some interviews about the gray man. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling is totally like kenned out yeah. at this point with his platinum mm-hmm. blonde hair. It just looks weird. I know. It's talking funny. about an action movie dressed as Ken. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny. <laughs> um, so the book was originally published in 2009 and it's written by, by Mark Greeny. It has a 4.1 out of 5 and it's 464 pages. And the movie just came out a couple weeks ago on Netflix. Um, it's rated PG-13. It's an action thriller. It's two hours and two minutes long. Um, and it's directed by the Russo brothers, who are famously known for doing a lot of the Marvel movies, including mm-hmm. Avengers and Endgame and all of those really big ones. And Joe Russo, because um, it's Anthony and Joe, uh, Joe Russo actually um, has a cameo in the movie. He's oh. one of like the CIA agents at the end of it. That's cool. <laughs> Um, So the IMDb synopsis reads, when the CIA's most skilled operative, whose true identity is known to none, accidentally uncovers dark agency secrets, a psychopathic former colleague puts a bounty on his head, setting off a global manhunt by international assassins. That's a very wordy synopsis. Everybody pretty much knows him in the the movie. (laughs) Right. They know of, they just don't know like his backstory, I guess. (laughs) They don't know his particulars. Uh, A couple of interesting facts. This was actually Mark uh, Greeny's first novel, first mm. of many. Um, it's the first book in the Gray Man series, which has 11 books to oh, date. Wow. Um, the latest came out in February of this year, but there is a, another one supposed, supposed to be coming out next year. Huh. Um, I don't know if he's finished writing it yet or not. Um, but yeah, so it'll be a 12-book series by, by next year. Um, this fact was super interesting, and it totally makes sense now, having read the book and mm-hmm. like reading his writing style. Um, Greeny was actually Tom Clancy's collaborator okay. on his final three books before he died, um, which were part of the Jack Ryan series. Okay. Um, so he helped him kind of co- co-write those books and then carried on the Jack Ryan kind of series mm-hmm. after uh, Tom Clancy passed oh, wow. away. Um, and uh, so well, that we were talking about that, like, cause we've done one Tom Clancy and we said never again. Right. And this, and, I asked you, I was like, is this anything like that? Because yeah. I'm going to be upset yeah. if it is. It, I don't think it was to that degree. Right. Because um, that I struggled through that Tom yeah. Clancy book. Um, but it, very much kind of similar tones of, yeah. you know, uh, CIA, FBI, these like crazy, yeah. you know, assassin type stories. Um, so, yeah, he was, you know, he was heavily involved in, in um, helping out Tom Clancy towards the end of his it's career. It's like he honed in t- uh, Tom Clancy because totally. like what I said like Tom Clancy's books it's like there's like one storyline and then it just like branches off a million mm-hmm. different ways very long and this is like more of a straight line type story yeah uh, a little bit more condensed which I appreciated well and you know there's clearly an audience for this type yeah. of book mm-hmm. and why not just you know th- I'm right. sure there's a zillion different ways you could take this storyline and create new yeah. you know 
problems for the mm-hmm. main character, which is, is that well, exactly with what Tom, Tom Clancy. Clancy yeah, well, with Tom Clancy gone, there's obviously that hole in in the market. Yeah, so might sure. as well. Um, and then last uh, kind of note, he wrote a book by the name of Armored um, in 2021, and that is actually going to be adapted as well uh, by Sony Pictures and produced by Michael Bay. Um, so I don't know when Ma- that How did this guy, he has what, two two movies from yep. his books, one by the Russo brothers and one by Michael Bay? Yep. That's wild. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, there's clearly a uh, market for this. And honestly, these types of books mm-hmm. – are great adapt to adaptable yeah. books because yeah. they the way that they're brought to screen, mm-hmm. in my opinion, make the story more interesting, yeah. right? So very natural for these types of books to be made into movies. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those are my fun facts. So this movie, I mean, it's, I didn't go, I didn't go back and check, but I would bet a lot of money that this is our highest rated Netflix film. Probably. <laughs> because we've done some duds from Netflix. Um, but this one does have a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, wow. which is big for any movie, let alone a Netflix movie. Yeah. Um, so the budget was $200 million, um, which makes it, as of 2022, the most expensive Netflix original movie um, tied with the movie Red Notice, which had The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Okay. Um, which I watched. It was fine. I would say this one was way better. Okay. Um, that one felt more like a Netflix movie. This one felt like <laughs> a movie that you'd see sure. in theaters. Right. Um, it did. It was released in the theaters for about a week before it went on to Netflix. Um, oh, okay. So it made about $300,000, you know, in that week. But I think most people were like, I might as well just watch it on Netflix. It's interesting that it has such a high rating considering when I went to search to actually watch mm-hmm. this movie, it was not in the top 10. It was not one of the like key kind of promoted ones on the Netflix homepage. Like it, I actually had to go search for this, which movie. is funny. I think it's just Netflix. I think it's your Netflix algorithm because last mm-hmm. night it was number one on mine. Oh, interesting. So, okay. Maybe it was just so what you're saying is this is not my cup of tea. No. Normally. Well, I think it's, just, I mean, you know how the yeah. algorithms work or whatever. I just figure I, th- I thought the top 10 though was universal regardless of how you do your watching. I mean, you'd think, but I literally was watching it last night. I was like, Oh, it made it to number one. And honestly, I did watch it like right when it premiered mm-hmm. on Netflix. So yeah. maybe now if I went back, it probably yeah, maybe. would show up. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I didn't have any, I mean, my fun facts were more that it got released and then the budget for the movie. So we'll jump into the casting. Cause there's quite a few heavy hitters in uh, this film. We'll start with um, the character six. Mm-hmm. His name isn't six in the, in the book. Um, nope. He does have the same name though. Um, Cortland Gentry is Correct. his name in the book, in the movie. Um, and they just, he, they call him court in the, in the book. And that's what I, used in my notes yeah but he's ref- honestly he's referred to so many different names even in the book he's mm. referred to as court gentry uh like i don't think they ever call him six but they refer to him as something within having to yeah. do with his job or whatever um but i felt like there was no specific like the movie honed in on i think using six more than anything yeah else. and like the, the group that was trained right, or whatever right yeah because even when um they talk about him how he watched the girls when he was little mm-hmm. um his name was jim in the book is oh, that yeah, is that the name? name and then but it we see that part in the in the movie and he she calls him six yeah. so i don't know but anyways regardless played by ryan gosling <laughs> Um, so, you know, we've covered him in the notebook. He's been a bunch of other stuff upcoming. He has a lot coming, uh, obviously Barbie, like you said before. So he bulked up for this movie, then had to lose a bunch of weight for the Barbie movie. That can't be healthy. It really can't, but I'm sure they have people who 
yeah. you know, they pay big bucks to, <laughs> to get him that way. Um, he's going to be in the Wolfman, uh, the fall guy, the actor. And like, I think we talked about in the notebook, he is going to be in project Hail Mary, um, which just got announced. So I think it'll be a few years until Do we you get know it. If he's the main actor. In that? I would like assume, I, I mean, you know, the story, I so do. I don't know how many characters are in it. Not like, very the Mar- many. like the Martian, it was really like one character. Yeah. So I mean, it would be a miss if he wasn't the main guy, but now I'm thinking, I don't know that he is sarcastic enough to play that role. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so interesting enough, in this movie, though, every actor is wearing a tag hewer watch, hmm. which is uh, actually Ryan Gosling's like partner watch company. Oh, okay. Um, so, Did you he know, get everybody watches? <laughs> nice little endorsement there. Um, but I actually thought it, I thought he did really good in this. I enjoyed him. I, I'm a Ryan Gosling fan. So, um, yeah. you know, I thought he was good. I liked him. It's interesting because then I look at who plays, you know, the bad guy, if you will, in this movie. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I almost would have rather them be flipped. Yeah. Only because you've seen the movie Drive, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he's such a badass in that movie that I'm like, you could probably pass for the... The character's name is Lloyd, who's the bad guy Mm -hmm. in this. Uh, You could probably pass for Lloyd. And I almost would have rather had... um, I know you're going to talk about it, but Chris (laughs) Evans be... Six. Yeah. I think Chris Only because he's Captain America. I mean, I think, well, Chris Evans came out and said that this was one of his favorite movies to do because he likes being the villain. Cause really? he, yeah. I mean, you play, you play the good Captain America for so long. Like you don't want to like pigeonhole yourself, but I, so let's jump into it. Yeah. So Chris Evans plays, um, Lloyd Hansen, who is, um, the bad guy in this film. It's a little bit different. He plays a lawyer, um, in the book, mm-hmm. um, who is basically kind of, coordinating this hit on six yeah he's been hired to essentially find him whereas in the movie he's an he's ex a, cia agent yeah, he's actually almost another hitman he's basically, basically gone rogue and yeah. he's the best hitman there is yeah so um but yeah so he, he just like evidently i don't love the mustache that they chose <laughs> for him um but yeah i thought i th- i personally really liked him in this just because i think you know, yeah. it's a different side of him. That's fair. Um, upcoming though, he's going to meet a movie called ghosted, um, the red one and pain hustlers. So we'll see if he goes the dark side on those ones as well. <laughs> I um, will say both gentlemen looked very good in this movie. Yeah. I actually hear He does say in my notes, I actually have it where he said they originally considered him for the lead role, but he declined because he wanted to play the villain um, specifically. So okay. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Anyways, as long as he's in it, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But he did say on the first day um, of filming, I actually watched um, like a four minute video of them talking just about the film and more about the choreography that they had to do with all these fight scenes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And how, you know, it's really hard because it's like one wrong step and you're getting an actual like punch in the face. I guess on the first day of filming, um, Chris Evans accidentally hit Ryan Gosling in the face with a prop gun (laughs) because they're like, you know, if you don't know the steps all that well. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, I not, thought, I thought not those beautiful two, face. <laughs> I know. Well, I thought those two actually had pretty good chemistry, you know, I did with too. it. So I, liked it. I don't know. I really enjoyed them. And you know, Chris Evans is Bay. So is what he? can you do? He I sh- thought Tom Holland was Bay. They're all Bays. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The older Chris Evans gets and like the more like manly he gets, it's like, I will more say more attractive. even with the, the porn stash, I mm-hmm. liked his look in this movie more than I do as him as Captain America. I just think I he think wears facial hair, too, hair well. <laughs> he does, but I think, I don't know. I don't, I think in Captain America, 
to your point, like mm-hmm. he's too clean. Yeah. If you, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know me, I like the rugged look. Yeah. So it, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you now? <laughs> um, but yeah, 10 out of 10 for me, whatever. All right. So moving on to Danny Miranda, who is not in the Denny? book. Is it Denny or Danny? It's Danny. D-A-N-I. According to IMDb, it's oh, Danny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she uh, she's an added character. Oh, Danny. Oh, the girl. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the guy character. Okay, no. never mind. Go ahead. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, she's an added character. She ends up kind of becoming an ally of six mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Um, played by Anna de Ar- Armas. Um, she's Cuban. Uh, she's beautiful. She was actually in the movie Knives Out with Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. So they've uh, been on a se- or a, on a set before together. Um, funny enough, though, she's in an upcoming movie as um, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, and it's called Blonde, and it's all about her life. But I was like, "Huh, a Cuban playing, playing, uh, you know?" And and she looks gorgeous. Yeah, like and it's, I mean, it's all, all yeah. it takes is a wig, right? I know. <laughs> so and then she's also going to be in the movie Ghosted that Chris Evans is in, coming up. Um, she also used to date um, Ben Affleck, my least liked car- actor and on the planet. Okay, she just lost a couple points in my book. I know, gross. But also, like J Lo's now married to him, yeah. and I love J Lo, <laughs> so like I can't fault right. her for yeah her uh, idiotic decisions i guess so we all make the, we all make those mistakes that's true um I, I like her she was fine in this role i just didn't know i didn't feel like they absolutely needed this role in the film i disagree because a lot of the things that six slash court mm-hmm. does in book and movie i'm like there's no way you could do that by yourself like you need somebody to help you out. but i felt like that's what made him so like like the mystique of the gray man and that no, like he did all this stuff that no one thought he could do. Like it just yeah, kind of brought unbelievable. It. If you ask but you me. know what I mean though? <laughs> but that was the whole point of this is that he's the world's best hitman. He can pull off all these things that no one else can pull off. And then I felt like bringing in her character, they like disproved that. I guess. I don't know. I'm just glad they didn't have like a romantic relationship because that's, that's the last thing we needed. in this That's movie. true. <laughs> Leave it to the action movies to leave that right. part out. You well, know? yeah, you have to. But anyways, I thought she she was fine. I liked her. I thought she was fine. Take her or leave her. But then I guess I guess I didn't talk about this other character. There's another female like woman that they bring in on the other side. Uh, the girl that like oh Suzanne. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, to then bring in two random female characters that weren't in the book that I don't know. Suzanne's character kind of exists in the book, but it's a man. Yeah. And not in the way that, because the CIA, let's, let's play this or explain this as well. The CIA has, is very heavily involved in the movie. Yeah. In the book, they're kind of a side character, if you Uh will, because this like band of assassins is a global thing, like not specifically Mm -hmm. tied to the CIA. And I feel like there is a character, and I forget his name, that kind of is like it's Suzanne. It's like Re- Reginald or something. Yeah, because at the mm-hmm. end, they both play a very important yeah. part. And that's kind of how I was comparing yeah. the two. Oh, but, yeah. I guess you're right. But other than that, I don't feel like Suzanne really did a whole lot. Right. Except complain. <laughs> <Yeah>. Worry. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So moving on to a character named Carmichael. Uh, that's who I thought you were talking yes. about. Denny Carmichael. Yes. So Carmichael, his role is a little bit different between book and movie. In the book, um, this is he's kind of just the tech guy. Yeah who you know finds thing finds people finds different things via the computer yeah. and kind of inserts himself here and there um in the movie he is very much more involved he's very he's kind like, of the catalyst for a lot of things yeah <laughs> and he's like the one that ends up 
you know, hiring Lloyd, right? Yep. And so he kind of just gets the ball rolling. Anyways, all to get <laughs> to the point that um, that is played by Reggae Jean um, Page, who is Simon from Bridgerton. Bridgerton, yes. Um, so he doesn't really... And the funny part that I thought was in the book... It's a guy with an English accent, right. but in the in the movie they have him not really use his English accent. Well, it's like very faint in general. Like a lot, like even this other character that you'll probably talk mm. about, Fitzroy is supposed yeah. to be English, and he's not yeah. in the movie. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I was like, this character is supposed to be English, yeah. but they decided not to. Um, Must it, be easier just to not I do accents. <laughs> um, uh, his big upcoming movie is he's going to be in the new Dungeons and Dragon movie, which has a huge cast to it, like Chris Pine's in it, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, Hugh Grant, and um. Sophia Lillis, who I'm going to say it right here. This girl, she was in it. She's going to have an Academy Award by the time she's dead. She's like wow. a great. That is quite a bullshit. She statement. is like just a really great, like young actress. Even, I couldn't even, and she's beautiful. I couldn't even pick her out of a lineup. She kind of reminds me of Max from Stranger Things. Like yeah. she has the red hair, pale skin, but just very like expressive. Mm-hmm. And she's just. She's very, very you good. You heard it here first, folks. I called it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like him. I know you're not as big a fan as, as I am, but. I just didn't, like, why did he need to be so important? Like. I don't know. Granted, the, we'll, we'll get into it. The What happens in the beginning of this movie is very different than how mm-hmm. things happen in the, in the book. But um, yeah, he was fine. Literally, you <laughs> could put anybody else in this character or the, yeah, right. in this role and it would have right. been just the same. Uh, all right, so moving on to Fitzroy. He is the. He's basically like he's the, the handler. He's the handler of six, <laughs> um, but they have like a really like like close relationship, coming like a father son relationship. Um, really, only in the movie though, not so much in the book. No, but like they do have a, I mean, somewhat close relationship. I don't know. I felt like it was way more intense in the in the yeah, movie than that's in the true. book. Um, but <laughs> played by Billy Bob Thornton randomly. Who is so weird. He's so strange. Like, I just can't pinpoint him. Like, that that clip I was talking about that I was watching earlier, he's, like, sitting there in, like, a black cutoff shirt and, like, a bandana and, like, a beanie. And there's, like, all these random tattoos. And I was like, what? I just Bill don't un- I just don't understand him. <laughs> like I just don't understand the style. Those types of folks you just don't even question. They just they just are. They I know. Just, they so, just are. Obviously he's been in like Bad Santa, The Bad News Bears, you know, Friday Night I love Lights. That that's what you-, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but I was telling you this before uh before you watched the movie. The whole time I was reading this book, I'm literally picturing the guy who plays President Snow from the Hunger Hunger Games. Donald Sutherland. That is who I picture. Interesting. Um, not Billy Bob Thornton. Granted, they make him look older and Honestly, I wasn't mad about it. No, I thought he was good. I liked it. I thought he did a really, really good job. I think he's definitely grown up as an yeah. actor. Um, cause some of his, you know, earlier stuff. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a weirdo. Um, but I, I thought he did well. Like we mm-hmm. mentioned, he's supposed to be British in the book or he is mm-hmm. British in the book, but he's uh, American in the movie. Um, his role is a little different too. In the movie, he is also part of the CIA mm-hmm. in the book. He's an ex MI five, um, mm-hmm. like person. And he does still have that like group of guys yeah. that he trained or whatever, but it's not to like. It's not specifically with the CIA like it is in the movie. Yeah. Um, So, but I thought he was good though. I liked him. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, So then finally moving on to who in the movie is the niece of Fitzroy, Mm -hmm. which 
in the book, it's her grandfather. So yeah. not sure why they changed this who in knows? the, in the book, Claire has a twin sister and a mom and a dad mm-hmm. who are, um, who end up getting basically kidnapped, um, along with her in the movie. She's all by herself. Yeah. Well, like where was she? And she's much older in the yeah. movie. Than yeah. She, I think in the book, she's like seven or eight. Yeah. And also like, I didn't understand like if she has a twin sister, why are we focused in on Claire? Because the twin, the twin sister was like, I'm dead. <laughs> That's what they like basically like described her as is that like the other one was like not like mature. She had no idea what was going on, but Claire was the one that was always getting into things. Yeah. So, but I thought it was, I actually thought it was fine that they just kept Claire and that was it. Yeah. And and made her older, honestly. Yeah. I think it helped. Um, but anyways, played by, uh, Julia Butters, who do you remember where we know her from? No. She's the little girl in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that no that way! acts with uh, Jake Cahill in the in You're the kidding. in the film. So, which is just huh. so funny because she's that just growing funny. up. Yeah, yeah, big time. But I thought she was cute, and yeah, I thought it was fine that they aged her a little bit. Yeah, I think you know I don't know why they switched her to become his niece versus his granddaughter. But I do to your point. Mm-hmm. I'm okay that they like got rid of kind of the uh, ancillary characters in that yeah. family. Like, I don't think it was necessary to yeah. keep them. Same. So. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. There's a couple other characters that I recognize, but I mean, overall I thought the casting was great. It's probably what most of their budget went towards. <laughs> yeah, most likely. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, time for who said it. Your first quote is there is no one else in the world who would be sent on that mission because there is no one else in the world who could pull off that hit. That's right. Mm, Lloyd. Mm. Uh, your next one is, uh, I wish Lloyd. I could say I'd see you again. If I make it through tomorrow, I'll have to drop off the face of the earth for a while. Court. Gentry. Mm. Yep. Six. <laughs> All of the names. All of the above. Uh, and last one is, when he goes into hiding, he simply vanishes. Mm. That's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, and similarly, your uh, choices for F. Mary Kill are Court slash Gentry slash Six, uh, Lloyd, and Fitzroy. Oh God! Hmm. Are we talking about book or movie? Take your pick. Okay, we'll go movie. Because their occupations are different a little bit. How does what does that have to do with anything? Uh, you don't think uh, you either can marry a hitman or a lawyer. If you're going with Lloyd, that's two very different things. Yeah, but Lloyd in the movies. Pr- Badass. Yeah, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Lloyd <laughs> in the book, not so much. Yeah, Lloyd kind of sucks in the book. Um. Oh gosh, um, uh, I'm gonna kill Fitzroy because I just, I, okay. I can't. Okay. Like, I mean, it is what it is. That's fair. Um, he just doesn't excite me, and then, <laughs> and then I will, um, go into hiding with Court, uh, Gentry Six, and mm-hmm. then I will marry Lloyd because I mean, there's something about him. <laughs> just yeah, you like to keep him around. He seems committed, whereas Six seems a little fleety interesting yeah okay he could just go away for years and you'll never know that's fair um i'm gonna marry fitzroy gross um because i like the older men um (laughs) i will go into hiding with lloyd for Mm -hmm. the aforementioned reasons Mm -hmm. i said before and i'll have to just kill court by default unfortunately but you can't because he's the gray man you'll never catch him listen Has a woman tried to kill him yet? Is what I want to know. That's true. I feel like Miranda could have killed him about eight times yep. in this movie. Yep. So. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So let's jump into the movie. So the book and movie start very different. Yes. Um, do you remember how I told you? I was like, give it a few chapters because the first chapter gets you're like, what's actually happening? Yeah, type that, thing. I felt like that 
pretty much to the first quarter. Of yeah. The book. <laughs> yeah. And then it starts to go a little bit and you kind of like you catch once on the, a little bit the more. the action starts kicking in, you're like, OK. All right. Here we go. Uh, but the movie starts off with they're in Florida and there's a man in jail talking to another man and they're kind of making a deal. Well, it ends up being um, court is in or six is in jail and Fitzroy is actually there to basically make a deal. And he's like, all right, well, you know, if you come work for me, I will get you out of jail. You know, the problem is that you're going to have to like come and kill a bunch of people for me. <laughs> and, and, you know, and Gentry's like, or God, I'm going to mess up his name I 80 know. million times. I'm going to try to just go with six. Cause that's what All he right. is in the movie. Um, he's like, so like how long do I have to work for you? And the guy's like, I mean, like forever, indefinitely. <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we kind of see that first interaction and how, um, six gets in with, um, with Fitzroy and how he's out of jail or whatever. Yep. Um, but that's not how the book starts. No, the book actually starts right out the gate. Like uh, six is basically in a predicament. Mm-hmm. Um, he assassinated the brother of a Nigerian drug Lord, right? Something like, Something that. like that. So this now drug Lord is out to get six. Mm-hmm. He wants blood. Basically he wants revenge. So, or no, they're Cuban drug dealers. I don't know. Whatever. This Nigerian guy is after him, yeah. basically. Um, and the one thing I wanted to mention, obviously, this movie just came out, mm-hmm. right? This book came out in 2009. So the happenings and the types of individuals involved are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, because I think it's unfortunate, it's very much, you know, talks about Iraq and, mm-hmm. you know, Iraqi yeah. people and things like that. It's, it's not... It doesn't shed a very nice light on Middle Easterners and Africans, in my opinion. Anyway, that's beside the point. So anyway, he's on the run because this Nigerian guy's after him. Long story short, uh, Lloyd comes in fairly quickly with this company called the Laurent Group? Laurent Group? I don't know. (laughs) Who basically has been hired to put a team together to find him. And essentially they've created or they're going to be creating a global kind of team because mm-hmm. they don't know where the heck he is or where yeah. he's headed to. So that's kind of how right out the gate the book starts. So, yeah. So very different. We get a little bit more backstory in the movie um, off the bat than we do in the book. And I did read that, obviously, like I said, this book is one the first of many yeah. in the series. We do get a lot more of Six's backstory mm-hmm. as the series goes yeah. on. As Who knows if we'll actually read it or not, if they, if they make any more movies. But that's why I think it's just kind of right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give you much backstory right. on who six is or where right. he comes from so we're now in the movie now we're now we're in bangkok randomly <laughs> yeah and um we see that six is out of jail um and that they're <laughs> he's at this like you know he's in a nice suit he's at this like crazy like it looks like it's probably the new like a new year's party or something mm-hmm. and this woman walks up to him who ends up being miranda and she gives him a squirt gun and has like a symbol on it which evidently is the symbol of, all right, you got to go kill someone, right? <laughs> of their group that they're in. Right. Um, but yeah, so we end up finding out that this is where they call him six. And, you know, she doesn't know him because she's basically on a mission too. So you could be anywhere in the world meeting up with God knows who right. in this predicament. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. She's not part of the Sierra, right? She's just a CIA agent. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, so he starts working and casing this job that he's now you know, launched into. And he is actually then connected to talking to a CIA tech. So he's like, you know, directly talking to this person. And lo and behold, it's this guy named Denny Carmichael, Mm -hmm. who is played by 
Simon Bridgerton or Simon Simon Hanks Hastings, <laughs> the Duke. The Duke. <laughs> um. So anyway, he does look good in glasses, though. I will. Yeah, give him that. I think so. I mean, out of his like period garb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So anyway, so uh, six figures out who his target is, and it's like a he, cheap imitation of Matthew McConaughey. Is honestly, like oh. did you think so? I was looking. I looked at Ray, and I was like. That looks like Matthew McConaughey, huh? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Totally. I was like, shoot him, shoot him. <laughs> but anyways, he's like, there's like these glass floors or whatever. So you can kind of see from under, you know, underneath these like ceilings. And he has him in his, you know, his target in, in the crosshairs. And he could shoot him and basically kill him right there. But there's like a kid that's too close. So he doesn't want to kill him. So he ends up pulling the fire alarm. And then he like finally you know he goes up there and actually has a physical fight with the target and then they end up like jumping out the window into like the firework pit it's very dramatic none of this happens <laughs> no. in the book um but anyways they but st- it looked really cool it looked amazing it looked, yeah it was very russo brothers <laughs> um but anyway so they stop fighting for a second and they actually start talking and they find out that this target that six is trying to kill is actually number four in the Sierra project. So lo and behold, those guys never even met each other. Right. So it's not like in stranger things when all these kids are numbers, (laughs) but they all know each other, you know, Oh my God, I don't know what bunch of numbers. Great. Um, analogy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they find out that they were both recruited by Fitzroy. So, you know, you think they're going to have this like bro moment, but, um, the number four guy is like not going to make it like he's already pretty much dead. Yeah. So, but before he dies, he ends up giving this necklace, um, this necklace to six that evidently is what Denny or Carmichael is after because he's like, this is what's going to take him down. Right. And then he dies. And I'm like, what is this necklace? This necklace is not in the, you know, in the, in the book. No. Like there's basically, and this is where this all starts basically. So he g- ends up getting this necklace. Cause that is what Carmichael wants. That's what this whole mm-hmm. hit is about is getting this necklace. Cause right. there's something in this necklace that he wants. And then when six takes it, he is now the target, Right. which I guess now is as good a time as ever. Like that's not the reason why six in the book is being targeted. Right. And that's what I was referring to <laughs> yeah. earlier. Like he, he, he has a bounty on him because of, the fact that he killed this Nigerian brother or whoever. Yeah. So, well, and on top of just, he killed the Nigerian brother. The, the problem is, is that in the book, the Nigerian guy is holding that over a deal oh, that right. they're the trying Laurent to group. do. Yeah. 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 It's like a natural gas deal. Yeah. They're, they're holding it hostage, essentially not allowing them to move forward until the Laurent group, who is now hired mm-hmm. Lloyd basically b- puts, um, Six's head on a stake and says, okay, he's dead. They, they won't release whatever natural gas that they're holding. Yeah. So that's kind of the reason that this whole manhunt happened. So there's yeah. no necklace involved. There's no like whatever. He doesn't f- fall into it. Right. He know. doesn't just fall into it. He Well, he does because he kills the guy. Well, that's yeah, kind of but... the reason why. But um, but yeah, there's no necklace or like <laughs> what comes after the necklace. Yeah. So this is kind of where the two stories kind of diverge in the sense yeah. of why he's on the run. Which... I was actually, again, okay with, like, I was okay with that, with that reasoning in the book. I was like, all right, I guess that kind of makes sense or whatever. And then with the whole necklace thing, I was like, all right, this makes sense too. Yeah. You know? I, I think I prefer the movie. It's timeline. visual. 
Well, not only you know? visual, but like I think it's a little bit easier to follow along. Mm-hmm. There's less players, if you will. Yeah. Um, than in the book where it's like now we've got these Nigerians and these Cubans <laughs> and these yeah. Iraqis and like it, it's just all over the place. Right. So we've come to find out that Carmichael wants this entire Sierra project wiped out. He's like, okay, now we just got to kill all of them. And, you know, we're not sure how many there are. Mm. Six doesn't even know how many there are and who's still alive and who's not. Um, So Six has this necklace. He ends up going to this, like, gamer cafe um, to see what's on this. Because inside this necklace, it's like a locket. Mm. And inside the necklace or inside the locket is a USB drive. So he goes to this um, gamer cafe and he plugs it in and and he sees a bunch of pictures of Carmichael. And... um, and he, he he doesn't know what they are or what they could be, but he knows obviously this is what they're after. Right. I need to get rid of it. Right. So we see that he actually ends up like dropping it off somewhere. Like he mails it somewhere. Yep. Well, and I think he, at this point he realizes, oh, okay, I was essentially sent to assassinate this guy because of Carmichael. Like yeah. he knows that that's what the hit was all about right. at this point. So now we are in Baku, which sounds like a star wars planet <laughs> my uh my aunt was actually just there really not too long ago. oh that's yeah. funny she 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 raved about it she said it was great <laughs> well ryan gosling's there i'm sure it is <laughs> um but so he ends up at this point six calls fitzroy to kind of like figure out like what's going on right and we find out that carmichael is actually the one that got fitzroy basically fired from mm-hmm. the cia and he's the one that gave him his walking papers and whatnot and um fitzroy actually does confirm that that guy that you know was just killed was number four and he tells him that he has something that he wants right. you know so um so carmichael now is like crap i need to bring someone in now to kill this guy. So it's like a domino effect, right? (laughs) Right. So he wants to bring in Lloyd and Lloyd at this point is working for a private sector because he's a psychopath, like full on psycho. Um, so, but now we're in Monaco and we, we and I do want to say, cause uh, like we meet obviously Carmichael Mm -hmm. and Suzanne, who we alluded to, they also come in, in a different novel later oh, on okay. in the series so we don't oh. get them in this first book but eventually they become interesting more prominent i guess in the next few so now we're in monaco and we see lloyd getting that phone or he he's getting a phone call from um carmichael and we see him torturing someone while he's taking this phone call basically and um this is where we find out that lloyd is not a lawyer like he is in the book right. that he is actually a hitman and you know part-time psycho much cooler in the movie. Yes, much cooler. Um, so we also find out at this point now, you know, they're talking about that they have a lot more intel on Six and Fitzroy and that those two are very much like father and son, you know, mm-hmm. very, very close. And so they come up with the idea of like, let's take someone that Fitzroy really loves because then in turn, Six will be flushed out because he will come and, and get, you know, whoever this person Correct. is that we will kidnap which is what happens in the book. Um, except like we said, you know, before it's Fitzroy's basically son and his whole family. So there's four of them. Right. And realistically, I mean, we, in the movie too, they also take Fitzroy captive Mm -hmm. realistically too. So, so now six is in Chiang Mai. Mai. (laughs) I'm glad you're here. (laughs) So I'm here. for. And, um, this is like his escape plan. 
So this actually does happen in the book very, mm. very early, like in the first chapter. I don't it, think it's in Chiang Mai, though. No, it's else. it's in the Middle East. Yeah. Is it Turkey? No. Oh, it, it is. It might be in Turkey. Yeah, because he was in the Middle East and then he yeah. gets. Yeah. yeah. And so he thinks that, you know, he has this exit plan. There's a plane there to come and extract him. And he thinks it's safe. And it really actually was up until that point. Right. So. And this was uh, basically put together by Fitzroy. Like, yeah. Fitzroy helps him do this extraction because mm-hmm. he was supposed to leave with the CIA team mm-hmm. and he missed that flight. Yeah. Intentionally. So we now see, though, at the same time, uh, Fitzroy is at a funeral. And lo and behold, uh, Lloyd shows up and he meets him there and he starts asking, you know, about six. And we also find out at this point that Lloyd trained with Fitzroy and he only lasted about six months or like five and a half months or whatever. Um, And then he basically like couldn't cut it because he, again, is a psycho. Correct. (laughs) He's definitely less um, amiable. Yes. Is that the right word? Yeah, sure. So, so right at this point, though, this is where Lloyd tells Fitzroy that he's taken his niece, that he has taken his niece. And the only way he's going to get him back is if they kill six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is essentially what the book is, right? Yeah. Like he tells him, hey, I have your whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to help me find where he is. Otherwise, I'm going to kill him. All. Right. So. Six is on this plane that he thinks is safe. And we then end up seeing Fitzroy calling um, the pilot, which this does happen in the book. He calls the pilot and he basically tells him, you need to kill six on the plane. And you can see like all the guys are like, oh, God, we know this isn't going to end well. But of course, of course, uh, six manages to fight most of them off. Yeah, that was Uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, he kills most of the men, ends up jumping out of the plane and (laughs) is able to like midair catch up to a different guy who's in a parachute. Not realistic. (laughs) It's fine. Have you ever watched any action movie or spy movie? First of all don't ever jump out of a plane without a parachute. Second of all, like the amount of like distance that you have to travel to get to other guy. Like I think in the book, he actually, the guy's already dead who has the parachute on and he just throws them out. Yeah. Much more believable, (laughs) but not as cool. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, so anyways, uh, he ends up landing in Turkey or right. And six ends up calling Fitzroy at this point. And right now Fitzroy actually tells him right off the bat, like what happens? He's like, you know, this is, you know, they've taken my niece. They told me that I needed to have you killed. That's why I did it. Whatever, whatever. This is not where he tells him. Well, and he really leads him on for quite a while Mm -hmm. in the book, kind of just trying to play the nice guy still and like keep him in his good graces because Mm -hmm. he knows Fitzroy knows that if six, gets wind of anything he's gonna know that like he double crossed him basically and won't want anything to do with Mm -hmm. him so he kind of eggs him on and keeps him kind of in the dark a little bit in terms of how involved Fitzroy is. So yeah, mm-hmm. we don't understand, or he doesn't know at this point, six doesn't know that the family is taken. Yeah. So, and I mean, cause I thought it was going to come up. Do you want to talk about when he, fa- or ends up how, how he finds out in the book that he's been lied to? Yeah. So he goes, well, it kind of happens similar, not really in the movie, but he goes to a location, a very remote location because he has like all of his like, you know, emergency mm-hmm. preparedness stuff <laughs> yeah. uh, locked away. And him, Fitzroy, and was it one other person who is now dead mm-hmm. knew where this location was. Mm-hmm. And a assassin comes and finds him there. So he yeah. knows at that point 
the only other person that knows this information is Fitzroy, so he's so, done me dirty right. and basically gave gave me away. Yeah. I just thought and that would have like, been what, midway? Probably a little bit yeah. more than that in the book. Yeah. Well, and I thought I thought they were gonna have that scene because it was pretty because it's like in the snow yeah. in the mountains. So I thought yeah, it gets that, away on a snowmobile. Yeah, I thought for <laughs> sure that was gonna be in the in the movie, but it wasn't. No. Um <laughs> so anyway, so Lloyd has now not only plan to you know try to find six himself he's also like put a hit like he's put um a hit on six's head for anybody in the world really to come out and kill this guy so he has teams from all over the world now coming to try to kill this guy and i think it's like 20 million dollars or something crazy like that yeah i don't know that i'd kill anyone for 20 million dollars unless they were a really really bad person really really (laughs) hitler (laughs) Yes, probably. If I got the chance. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we now see that train or that six manages to get on a train. So he's getting away a little bit more. Uh, we now are two years earlier um, in London at the CIA office. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that this is like the perfect movie for you. They've got all the settings. T- they tell you it's all amazing. the settings, the years, like when's, I love when, it. what's happening. Segmented. I <laughs> yes. love it. Um, so we find out that, that about two years earlier, um, six actually ha- got put on duty to babysit Claire. Um, Cause Fitzroy was doing a job like in Hong Kong or something. And in the movie, uh, Claire has like a heart, problem Mm -hmm. a heart defect and she's and she's sick in the in the movie or in the book she's she's healthy yeah and he stays again like with her and her whole family Mm -hmm. in the book too i can't remember why he does in the book in the movie it's because um fitzroy's uh, address got Mm -hmm. leaked somehow so they're like uh, afraid that someone's gonna come after her Um, but i can't remember why he watches them in the book yeah anyway i don't know (laughs) but so they those two become pretty close. So mm-hmm. Six and, and Claire become pretty close. Um, and at one point, um, he ended up Intruder actually got into the house and he had to protect her and he ended up killing some guy in the house. Um, and you know, she didn't fully see it. He was like, you know, go in your room and turn turn on some music. <laughs> uh, but now we're back in present day um in Vienna, and we see that Six has managed to get a bag of fresh clothes and guns and money and he has like contacts here so he's very set up like all around the world like no matter where you are um which i guess every good hit hitman needs i don't know i would think so (laughs) so he ends up finding um a contact for a quote-unquote dry cleaner um (laughs) and he and he sorry i should have mentioned this earlier when they had the flashback um of claire she had to go to the hospital one night and he finds out that you can actually track someone from their pacemaker, pacemaker yeah. which she had in her heart. So he's going to this dry cleaner to try to figure out if he can, you know, get, you know, internet access or whatever to try to figure out what her pacemaker tracker number is, whatever. Well, and like try to locate her that way. Yeah. Um, because like we said, he knows at this point that she's been taken hostage mm-hmm. and wants to right. find her. Um, and he also needs a new passport because he's not gonna be able to get out of the country right. without one. Um, but he watches his clothes and we get to see him take his shirt off. We sure do. I literally have damn Ryan in my <laughs> notes. <laughs> Super beefy. And then I I'm like, I don't feel like we're going to be saying that when we see him as no. <laughs> and as I'm, I like looked at these like beautiful biceps and I'm like, Oh my gosh, those are going away. <laughs> like how does someone's skin stay like tight after that? Like if your muscles deflate, lots and lots of 
hard work. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, he ends up, he does get Claire's location. Um, and while he's just about, and this does happen in the book while he's getting set up to take his passport photo, a trap door opens up underneath him and he's like in this well. And I was like, you would have broken your leg. Like there's no shot. You're not popping an ankle. Well, again, unrealistic in the movie, in the book, it's very much described Mm -hmm. that there are uh, mattresses laid out for that exact reason. (laughs) So that he doesn't break something because the guy, uh, the dry cleaner, if you will, Mm -hmm. wants to capture him because now we know that there's a bounty on his head globally so really yeah. anyone who finds him would win the money mm-hmm. so he you know tricks him into getting into that uh into the whatever chamber yeah. thing well and it has like plexiglass like shatterproof bulletproof, bulletproof yeah. so he can't get out um so but now we're back in berlin and at a cia station and carmichael is talking with miranda because she came back after you know the the craziness with the fireworks and you know, they're trying to figure out where six could be. And, you know, he starts telling her about the gray man. And so she's now trying to figure out like who this guy really is. Is he good? Is he, is he bad? She's not sure yet. (laughs) Jury's still out on that. Yes. Um, so we now see that Lloyd is on a plane, um, headed to Vienna where six is because, uh, because the guy who has him in the well basically told him like, all right, where's my $20 million. I got him. Here we go. So yeah, different in the book and the movie Lloyd actually goes to these locations in the, in the book Lloyd is at home again, way less cool. <laughs> right. <in the> book. <laughs> um, so six is working on getting out of the well. He's got it. He's, uh, he's MacGyvering this, <laughs> if you would say, um, but he's like making a bomb um, that ends up like busting the pipes. Right. Mm-hmm. So this like gives me anxiety to think about, cause it's like filling up the well and I'm like, there's nowhere to go, buddy. Right. <laughs> But he has a plan. He has a plan. So Lloyd's team ends up showing up in Vienna um, and they show up to this guy's house. And I was like, this isn't going to end well for this passport guy. Cause he's like, where's my money? And then Lloyd literally just shoots him. I'm like, could have saw that one coming, buddy. Which is not what happens in the book. In the book, like I mentioned, the CIA is not as involved, but they do show up to the house looking for yeah. six. Um, before they do that though, uh, the dry cleaner guy, the passport guy mm-hmm. actually calls Fitzroy and demands money mm-hmm. for him to release six yeah. before the CIA. Or Cause he gets knew there. that they were going to, they were going to do that. Right. Exactly. And so like uh, Fitzroy basically has to make plans to get him this money and they do wire him the money. Mm-hmm. But when the CIA get there or the, the assassin team gets there, mm-hmm. what happens next is actually how, uh, the passport guy dies. So like CIA doesn't kill him in yeah. the book, but what happens next does. <laughs> um, the trap door blows up. Yes. That's what, that's what happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, six manages to get all the way up to the top, um, places the bomb at the top of this well um, by the bulletproof glass and then swims back down and then it blows up. So he's able to get out. Genius. Um, but of course Lloyd and his team is, you know, they are there. So Lloyd ends up grabbing him um, <laughs> And, you know, they fight a little bit and whatnot. And, you know, he's asking him, like, where is this, you know, where's the USB drive? And Six is like, I don't have it. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Which basically? is technically true. He doesn't he have it. mail it. 
Right. And so, um, but six ends up like blowing a grenade and then gets away from, gets away from Lloyd. Um, Miranda though, ends up showing up as well. Um, and shoots Lloyd with a trank gun <laughs> right before he's about to get six again. And then she takes six with her and also shoots him and puts him in the back of a car. How does she know where he is? It's a great question. Maybe Lloyd told the CIA. Like told Carmichael and Carmichael Probably. told her. That she got there very quickly though. Yeah. It's a little shady <laughs> I don't know. if you ask me. <laughs> uh, but now we're in Croatia. Beautiful Croatia. This is the second time we've traveled there in this podcast. Remember? Weekend away. They went to Croatia. Oh, yeah. And um, they're at this beautiful castle. <laughs> Technically right? they did. Because in the book they went to Lisbon. But right. that's neither here nor there. Um, but it's like this huge castle. And that is where... Um, they're holding Fitzroy and Claire. Mm-hmm. It's um, kind of like the CIA's HQ. Yes. And Lloyd is now there as well. Um, and they actually end up finding like some CCTV of, <laughs> of six dropping the USB uh, at the post office. And they're able to zoom in and see that it was sent somewhere in Prague. And I was like, there's no CCTV in the world. That is that good. Do you know how grainy CCTV is? <laughs> like it is, like it's just it baffles me in movies when they try to do like the whole zoom in thing. I'm like that that doesn't work. It's not no, realistic. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe in Croatia, sure, <laughs> or wherever he was. And reminder that none of this happens in the book because there's no USB in the book. Correct. Um. So Lloyd is now threatening and torturing Fitzroy because he's trying to figure. He's like, who is in Prague? Tell me who is in Prague. Cause that's where he sent it. And so he's torturing him. He's like pulling off fingernails. It's super Oof. gross. Oof. I hate it. Um, but of course he doesn't, he, he, he keeps doing it. He's what does he say? He says, boring, boring. Like, oh, little, I know. Awful. He just gets under your skin. I know. So, but now we're in Prague and we get introduced to the former lead of the CIA. Um, her name is Maggie. And unfortunately Maggie, um, is not doing well. Um, this character is in the, in the book. Um, however, it's not a man and it's not a woman. Yeah. It's not a woman. <laughs> and it's not like the ex head of the CIA. I don't no, believe it's just this guy that he used to work with. His name is Maurice. Um, but they have history. Him and six have history. Mm-hmm. He kind of like looked out for six for a while. Um, and clearly helps him similar to, um, Maggie in the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're both dying <laughs> book and movie. They're both dying. Um, and they only have a few months. She only has a few months to live. And that is where he had sent the USB because mm-hmm. he knew that it would be safe there. And, she ends up watching it and basically what it what it is is film and documents of all of the unsanctioned things that Carmichael has had Lloyd do. So stuff that the CIA doesn't know about, stuff that, you know, shouldn't have happened mm-hmm. somehow is all on this USB drive. And that's why Carmichael wants it. Cause it can totally ruin him. Ooh, shady, shady dun, stuff. Dun, dun. Uh, right around this time is when in the book, um, six realizes that, uh, Fitzroy has basically double crossed yeah. him. Yeah. Um, just for reference. <laughs> <laughs> so, but of course they end up finding out that that's where, you know, uh, six was headed. So a group of men show up to the place and Maggie has, of course, because who doesn't have a, you know, a hidden crawl space Duh. to get out of your house. Especially if you worked for the CIA. <laughs> right. So she gets six under, you know, into the hidden crawl space. And 
as the men are there looking for him, she ends up blowing up the apartment and herself. And um, so he can get away. The one thing that I kind of missed in this scene that I really kind of liked in the book is in the book, uh, Maurice kind of tells him he was like, cause you know, six is like, I don't want you to do this. Like, don't yeah. go out this way. And he was just like, I have lived my life for a purpose this whole time. And I don't want me dying. I don't want to sit here and just die one day, like with right. no purpose. Like I might as well go out doing something. For and sure. I was like, that was such kind of an out, like in the, in the book, like an elegant way of him describing why he was okay doing what he was doing. You I know what I mean? In the movie it's implied. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean though? Yeah, like, no, I, I just it. thought it was kind of like something that you wouldn't, it, it usually just happens right. like that and yeah. you kind of get it. I just thought it was kind of cool how they described it in the Fair book. Enough. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> the police are also there because obviously big bombs are going off and six ends up fighting off some of these police officers. Um, and he ends up getting handcuffed to a bridge because as the police are coming, more of these hit teams from around the world are finding out where he is. So they're now coming and we see, you know, this alpha team that's there is like shooting up the police at this point. Then another team comes and it is mass chaos. Yeah, it really is. And this doesn't really happen in the book, does it? No, it happens at like the end when like six actually gets to the castle. Uh, they all okay. show up and just start shooting yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's how he kind of gets yep. in. But kind of dozed off at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, I did like in the movie here. This was kind of funny, though, is because Lloyd is not there at this point and he's like on the phone with one of these teams and he was like there's an extra 10 million dollars for the first person to put a bullet in this ken doll's head <laughs> which i thought was funny because yeah. it's a nod to you know ryan gosling playing ken so That's hilarious um, i didn't yeah. catch that really no. oh so funny um so yeah so mass chaos six ends up you know being able to like grab someone's gun who died and like get himself free from from this hand from these handcuffs what i want to know is so like usually those guns have what like six or seven mm -hmm. bullets in them he waits like he starts shooting at these other like yeah. why would you not shoot, shoot your first handcuff that's first? what i said i was like shoot your shoot your handcuff he, i thought like, the same literally thing waits till the very last second to shoot his handcuff i'm like that yeah. seemed like an idiotic move but okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyways he's, he ends up like getting on this light rail type thing train thing <laughs> that looked like light rail. light rail um and it's just like this really cool gunfight scene you know fight fight guns guns more guys like it's just a very <laughs> you know such a dude it movie. is just a cinematic you know scene of fighting um but miranda ends up showing up you know because she's you know supposed to be trying to get him as well and she, this beautiful red audi i know that she Oof. ends up trashing um <laughs> but the cha the train derails and he jumps into the car um and then they kind of you jumps know, onto the car not, not mm. realistic whatsoever. And then proceeds to hang on to said car as like they're yeah. driving. That's not real. Have you ever watched a mission impossible or no. a born identity? I mean, realistically it happens in like the fast and the furious movies too. I shouldn't be talking, <laughs> but either way, not real. Y'all don't know what else isn't realistic. Half the love stories we, we cover as well. That's not true. That is absolutely, it's probably, this is probably more likely <laughs> than some of these. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, they end up driving away calmly and it, it all ends fine. Yeah. We now are introduced to who they call the lone wolf in the movie. Um, it says lone wolf checks in. <laughs> and so in the movie, there is 
there is a lone assassin that is kind of out there, but he's he's Asian. You mean in the book? In the book, yes. sorry, he's yeah. Asian. Um, in the in this movie, he, I guess I didn't talk about him in casting, but evidently he's a very famous um, Indian actor. Yeah, oh, and he that. had just won like a big award right before he got casted well, on there. This you or have whatever. it. Um, but he's very, I mean, very nice looking. Very he's put much together. more um, professional compared to the other assassins. Yes. I'll give him that. Yes, so <laughs> he's like the guy that like swoops in after like the carnage has happened. Yes. He's like here. I'm in, I'm here to save the yes. day. <laughs> and I do like that they like reference him as the lone wolf yeah. assassin. It just kind of like makes sense because it's all these other groups and then it's this one guy mm. all by himself. So Six and Miranda end up going to a hospital and it's of course mass chaos there because all this stuff's happening in the city, right? The carnage that I mentioned yeah. is, is coming. So they end up like, you know, cause they need bandages and stuff because six is not doing well. Um, but they're also there to look up, uh, Claire's pacemaker mm-hmm. to figure out where the heck she is. Can we just stop please? Because sure. if, if we didn't touch on this, but when he's at the dry cleaners, mm-hmm. he writes down the pacemaker number. <laughs> oh on his yeah. Hand. Tell me how that's still on his hand after all of the carnage that just happened being in that water flooded, um, you know, tank situation. Uh-huh. Like, how does that, how is it still on his hand? Sh- have you ever had Sharpie on your hand? It, it takes was like not Sharpie. Weeks. It was a pen. It was a pen. Was it a Sharpie pen? <laughs> it was a pen. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Not realistic. More importantly, <laughs> the next, whatever next movie we do, I'm yeah. just going to keep saying this is not realistic <laughs> and see how you feel. If I want to believe that Ryan Gosling is Well, too is bad, because I think we're doing a nonfiction next, so it's Boring. very believable. <laughs> anyway, so while they're looking up where the pacemaker is, um, the lone wolf assassin shows up, and he stabs Six through the hand, and then he stabs him in the side, which does happen in the book, because mm-hmm. he actually really injures um, Six in the book as well. And um, he actually gets the necklace with the USB thing, and he jumps out the window. At this point, though, I think in the book, he actually, like, he like kills him at this point like this lone assassin doesn't last very long no he doesn't well and he doesn't have this whole mission of bringing the usb back so he's kind of irrelevant yeah so Um, one thing i did want to mention right around this time um they uh i think lloyd ends up late lloyd or someone on his team ends up accidentally killing claire's dad who would Mm -hmm. be fitzroy's son yeah which we don't obviously get in the movie because there is no son Mm -hmm. um but yeah so like it becomes a whole thing because realistically they were just supposed to be hostages at this point Mm -hmm. the intent eventually was to let them go when you know when things got figured out but yeah he does get killed in the crosshairs so at this point in the book so you know the lone assassin had you know really injured six at this point and Again, remember, Miranda's not with him in the book. So he's all by himself, too. In the book, he ends up, like, jumping off a bridge, right, into the water after he gets stabbed really badly. And and they all think that he's dead. Like, Lloyd is like, he's dead. And the Nigerians are like, no, we need a body. (laughs) But, but, yeah, you're right. You know, so he ends up jumping into this, like, water. But... While they all think he's dead, he's, you know, obviously not and right. gets out of the river. Well, and Lloyd says, right, this Nigerian guy, like, needs to see physical proof that he's alive. So, like, they can't, or that he's dead. So, he can't necessarily just say, okay, he's done. Right. So, now, in the book and movie, his next move, though, is to go to this vet clinic. Mm-hmm. In the book, it's, like, another contact that he has that he's supposed to be meeting there and meets, and meets like, the poor vet tech. Yes. <laughs> who is technically, I guess would be Miranda in the book, but really she only has this one scene in the book. How traumatizing for these poor dogs. (laughs) Well, and like to, to come in, you know, and 
she's she, I I would be traumatized for her. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, this. yeah, because she ends up like putting stitches in him and whatnot. Because yeah, they go to this vet clinic to get bandages and and medicine. Well, they almost kill her, don't they? In the book. Yeah. This vet tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor girl. So at this point, Miranda and Six kind of have a little moment, and we find out a little bit more about him, and that the reason that he was in jail at the beginning of the movie is because he killed his dad Mm -hmm. and you know it's more about you know it wasn't just him maliciously killing his dad his dad you know beat them up beat up his brother and finally he was like yeah i don't want to deal with this anymore and he ends up killing his dad and that's why he was in jail and that doesn't happen in the book i think he actually had an okay relationship with his dad yeah (laughs) was his dad part of the cia I want to say that he was involved somehow, but I can't remember. But yeah, definitely not a deadbeat dad. So Lone Wolf now, who has the necklace, the USB necklace, ends up showing up to the castle in um, Croatia and gives the necklace to Lloyd, right? So, but as he's like giving it to him, he overhears... Lloyd talking about he's like well now I have to go kill this kid upstairs and Lone Wolf gets a conscious all of a sudden right. and is like uh I'm not cool that you kill kids right yeah he's like children are a no-no right and the, the, the one thing that I did miss um from the book to the movie is that in the book there's this um timeline like there's a countdown like they basically have told at this point like, they told six you know if you are not here to save the kids mm-hmm. by eight o'clock in the morning we're gonna kill them yeah so you either come here or we're killing them i didn't feel that like countdown pressure in the no in they the don't movie. really talk about it at all really because that was the whole thing is like he's every time he stops to get bandages or something like the clock keeps ticking or That's whatever yeah. and then it's like this big journey to get to this castle where they are um but in like in the movie they just kind of like get to the castle <laughs> it's just like and i think even in the book on the way you know the, they're almost there and they get stopped by another group and have to fight off that's where the vet tech almost dies i know and honestly like as much as like that's cool and whatever i felt like the movie streamlined it a yeah. little bit to not be make it so confusing right i just <laughs> felt like honestly they- at this point in the book i'm not gonna lie I, I don't really know what happened because I <laughs> kind of dozed off. I was like, okay, yeah, they just keep shooting at him. Yeah. And he keeps staying alive. Yeah. So, so anyways, but six and, and Miranda get to the castle. And at this point they're actually in the castle. Um, but like I said a little bit earlier in the book, he finally gets there and it's like all these teams are now there and then they just all start shooting each other. And so while they're distracted from each other, he's able to slip into the, <laughs> into the castle basically. Um, and he does end up making it to um, Fitzroy and Claire and shows them that he, you know, he made it or whatever. Um, Miranda blows up the giant tech room, which is smart. Very right? smart. And then there's this, you know, big fight. We're led to believe that everyone died yes. in that room. Um, so there's a big gunfight in the castle. Everyone's shooting at each other. And during this, Fitzroy actually does get shot. And It's like while they're trying to run away, right? Yeah, they're like almost away, right? And he, you know it's clear that he's not going to make it. And then of course, like he ends up trying to like blow up Lloyd, but it doesn't quite work. Well, and I love that scene because if you remember, I said earlier, like when, when Lloyd Mm -hmm. was torturing Fitzroy, he kept telling him like boring, boring. So right before he like pulls the grenade out or whatever, he just yells, he just talks, looks at him. He just goes, boring Boring. (laughs) boom but yeah Yeah. it doesn't kill him unfortunately (laughs) um but at that point though claire and six are able to escape um into the water into the moat of the castle (laughs) uh also an important point obviously the grenade kills fitzroy um but he does end up surviving in the book Mm -hmm. he does not die in the book yeah 
so the lone uh, at this point, Lone Wolf ends up grabbing the USB back from all the chaos. So he now has it. But at the same time, Miranda is kind of in the room with him and they end up kind of calling a truce with each other. And he ends up giving her the USB. So now everyone's just handing this USB to each other. He's like, they are not honorable people. (laughs) Take this back. (laughs) So Lloyd and, um, you know, Six fight again. Um, And then Claire at this point ends up shooting him in the ends up shooting Lloyd with a flare gun, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which doesn't happen in the book. Um, And then at this point, though, Lloyd grabs Claire again and then takes him into the shining maze that's literally there. the shining it's maze literally just not in winter time <laughs> right <laughs> so they end up getting into the middle of the maze and lloyd just kind of releases claire <laughs> he was like i didn't understand why he just randomly released didn't her didn't he graze her with something though i thought she like got yeah. something on her face i thought i saw that Didn't yeah she? Uh. yeah but i don't i mean he just kind of he doesn't hold her hostage very long <laughs> no <laughs> but well, it, it, basically it's like Man to man, they're like, let's just fight it out. Right. And of course, like, while Claire, you know, is there, you know, she's all worried about six and six is like, it's just another Thursday. Like, not a big deal. Right. Uh, So at this point, six and Lloyd drop any guns that they have and they just go fisticuffs for a bit. And this is just put it on repeat for me, please. (laughs) Like, come on. Right. So but Lloyd being the little biatch that he is he ends up pulling out a knife because he knows he's gonna lose and he holds six underwater for a while and at that point um you know six has this like flashback of his dad beating up on him which you know then gives him the energy to like fight back which doesn't happen in the movie or in the book um but six um gets lloyd into a headlock and as he's holding him in a headlock lloyd's female partner that we haven't really been talking too much about because she's irrelevant up until she comes out and she shoots him yep because basically what we like didn't really talk about is that the fact that suzanne who's this Mm -hmm. lady is not okay with how lloyd does things like the giant like mass chaos situation that he created in the middle of the city like she was yelling at him for doing all Mm -hmm. of that so like she's very much against the way lloyd does things so this her shooting him was a little justified because right. she's like, you you don't make anything better. You make everything worse. So yeah. she, she ends up shooting him. Like I mentioned in the beginning, there is a character similar to Suzanne in the book. I forget again his name. Uh, but similarly, Lloyd and Six fight in the, mm-hmm. in the book. Um, and this character ends up shooting Lloyd, but from like the third floor, like mm-hmm. window or something, yeah. which I'm like, that's pretty impressive. Um, but so, yeah, yeah. similarly, Similar. Cor- or, uh, six is not the one that kills Lloyd in book or movie. Right. Which I was kind of bummed about. I kind of <laughs> wanted to have that moment. Right. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so now Lloyd is dead, but she can't just let six go because they're still looking for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the CIA is their reputation is still on the line for all of this. Right. And so she ends up shooting six in the leg. She's like, I don't want to kill you, but like, I still need to put the blame on you basically. And that, you know, you're going to go to jail. um, But don't worry, you'll get out eventually. Right. She's like, (laughs) just corroborate my story. Like basically say what I say and I'll help you out. Right. So, and then she, at this point is the one who has the USB. So now we're two weeks later and this is at this point, that's, 
basically where the book ends, right? Yeah, they have like one scene where um, Claire and Six have a moment, which is kind of yeah. how the movie ends too. But they just kind of, he just says his goodbye to her and that's how the book ends. Right. Because there's more book to come. That's true, right. So, but in the movie, it keeps going for a little bit. So we're two weeks ahead. Um, Six is in the hospital, but he's been kind of unresponsive. Um, we find out that Miranda and Carmichael and um, Suzanne have all been extradited or exonerated. Mm-hmm. Like they've, you know, are, their houses or their hands are clean. We did see that somebody smashes the USB after all of this. I think it was Denny or yeah. uh, Carmichael, right? Yeah. And which I mean, he, he it's his. I guess so. Dirty laundry. So of course, I guess they after all this, this, well, and I'm, I was a little annoyed because I was like, Suzanne, like, you know how much dirty stuff he does. Why yeah. are you not like writing him out? Here's my thing. All of these high tech CIA assassins, whatever have had this USB in their care, especially the lady who was the ex head of the CIA. No one thought to make a copy of this thing. <laughs> True. Like, come on. Good point. Right. Anyway, so we also find out that um, in Virginia, Claire is in um, a safe house um, by herself because they don't want anyone to come after her, right? Um, Carmichael actually ends up going to see Six in the hospital, and they tell him, you know, that he's very... As they're going down the elevator, they're like, he's been very unresponsive or whatever. When the elevator's open, all of the men (laughs) that were supposed to be watching him are dead on the floor, and Six is gone. Yep. Lo and behold. So... We then get the final scene and it's Claire at the safe house and we see six shows up. He comes into a room and he's like, play that record. Oh no, he oh, doesn't no, he come, doesn't come to the room. room. Right. It's in the little, um, it's a note. In yes. The actual in the, thing. Yeah. So let me go back to there. So the last scene that we get is we see Claire at the safe house and she has a little record player and there, there's a note that says play this record like really loud. So that's what she does. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she hears all this fighting and screaming and gunshots. gunshots or whatever. And she, at this point she's crying, which I'm like, I guess, but I'm like, you're probably used to this by now. Right. <laughs> but of course, once it stops, six walks into the room and then she's all happy and they have their little reunion and, and then they get away and then they run away. And that's how the movie ends, yeah. which makes me think that I don't think that there's going to be another movie. I hope not. Can you please <laughs> look anytime Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans want to make a movie together. I am here for it. I did forget something about the end of the book. So like, like the movie, well, mm-hmm. unlike the movie, um, six just says goodbye to Claire. But at the end of the movie, because technically like the whole hit on him and everything, mm-hmm. you know, he gets approached by like the head guy of the Laurent group who was kind of in the middle of all this. Mm-hmm. And they actually hire him to kill other people. So like, mm. that's how like the story yeah. kind of continues for the series, for the book series. I gotcha. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, if they'll, if they'll continue, I just feel like these guys, it's one of those things that like when you have a cast like this, it's hard to like, do a whole series unless you're like Marvel or something. Right. You know? And like to keep it going. Yeah. For 12 books. I don't know. <laughs> Seems a little unrealistic and not like, I don't know that I would care. <laughs> if it kept going. Well, everyone who has seen the Bourne movies would say you are completely <laughs> See, wrong. I've never seen the Bourne movies. Oh, they're so, so good. Anyways. Um, but would you say the movie stayed true to the book? I mean, with the exception of the main reason he's being targeted mm-hmm. for the yeah. most part, like the key, Crazy moments are pretty similar. Right. Um, book or movie? Movie. Same. 
I actually didn't hate I, if I did reread a Tom Clancy book or this one, I would read this one again. Was it my favorite book? No, but it wasn't. I've had trouble getting through a lot of other books that we've done. Sure. The book was okay. It's just because you didn't like the genre. No, that's fine. And that's fine. It's subjective. That's I understand fine. that. <laughs> but I didn't like the book. It was okay. You're turning very snobby in your bookstagram years. Because, listen. You're so picky. There's only so many hours in the day that I can read books. And when I have to read books like this for this podcast, it takes away from time when I can read books that I enjoy. <laughs> Are you telling me that you want to break up? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying let's pick better books. So you picked Running with Scissors for next time? That is <laughs> Ooh, your spoiler fault. alert. Spoiler alert. I picked the movie and we're doing Running with Scissors next. It's fine. It's a book that I have on my Clearly, shelves. that is why. <laughs> That's the only reason we're doing it. Anyway. That's it for this one. <laughs> uh, make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Boobie Girls. You can also email us at theboobiegirls at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. If you want access to our bonus content, go to patreon.com forward slash theboobiegirls to sign up. Since you already gave the uh, surprise away, what are we doing next week? We're doing Running With Scissors that I cannot find a copy of anywhere. What? Literally can't find a copy anywhere. Can't it's, find it on the library. On there is the audio version of it, but there is that is it. So mm. I'm, I'm just gonna have to listen to this one, I guess. Interesting. Because I don't think I want to invest eleven dollars in this book. Honestly, I don't think you should invest eleven dollars <laughs> in this book. Oh, weird. And then she yells at me for the for the books. Well, shoot, I so. would have brought you the book so you could it's read right. it first. It's all right. Any hoozle. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a nonfiction book. The movie came out. I want to say in like mid 2000s mm-hmm. um can't remember who's in it but it's solid can't wait it'll it'll be a, it'll be an interesting <laughs> so one. come back next week <laughs> yeah if, if there's ever an episode yeah, you want to not we miss, really it'll sold be next that week. one <laughs> all right thanks for listening and remember don't judge a book by its movie bye <laughs>